It's not a podcast. It's a Gar cast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to Gar. Gar. According to Gar, you are listening to GarCast episode number 213. I am Gar, and with me as always is the Garfather. Gar, what's going on, my brother? How are you? Just great. You have the hat like I ran this morning on. Did you run? No, I had just had physical therapy, so I okay. feel as best I could possibly feel is right after physical therapy. It's the greatest thing in the world. Like I said, when I hit Lotto, I'm hiring one every morning treatment for an hour are you um you running yet or are we still kind of feeling our way through i, I ran last i think i mentioned i ran in grand rapids and uh, couldn't walk the next day that was uh, geez, what a what an adventure that was but before we get to that let's introduce our special guest this week the almighty sunil special guest what's up welcome to our universe how are thank you, you our universe for letting me in how are you wow Look at this. I didn't even see him up there in the type right hand corner. I wasn't looking. There he is. <laughs> he's uh, not looking for me. He's bottom, <laughs> bottom left here, uh, which is confusing me now, Michael. He's he's ready for Jets training camp, what, which is opened that yesterday. What, is that a training yep. camp shirt for the Jets? It's uh, it's a Zach Wilson t-shirt, actually. <sighs> Throw bombs <laughs> and bang him moms. <laughs> I love it. Hopefully this year he has plenty of time to bang moms. <laughs> uh, yes, we don't want to see him in any games. Maybe... Uh, no. Preseason game one, two, and four. Yeah, I, I'm hoping to actually just see him on the set of Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, Sunil. It's very nice to have you here as our special guest. Thank but, you for having me. Good news. We have another special guest this week. Den Bob. <coughs> Morning, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on the show. How are you today, I'm- Den Bob? I'm excited to be here. I'm doing fantastic. This is going to be a banging show this week, I will say. No? I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm trying not to interrupt. I'm going to be especially courteous today now that there's four of us so that I don't step on anybody. Ooh, I'm going to try is, anyway. I'm going to try anyway. It's exciting. This is exciting. <laughs> well, well, Den Bob, I've been given explicit instructions to come out at you like Lawrence Taylor on, on the eight ball of cocaine. So. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm little and weak. We know how it's going to go, but let's do it. For the entertainment. Hey, I'm a fellow little and weak guy, so, you know, it's a fair match. <laughs> oh, oh, you're pulling that on me. Okay. Sunil played rugby. Yeah, you played rugby. You're not a fellow. He you're wins. not a fellow little and weak man. He wins. So <laughs> let's check in with Mike's adventure. It looks like you had the absolute worst time getting back to New York. From uh, the Grand Rapids and, uh, world of the world. And, and, yeah. So we'll start with positives. When I last, when you last left me, I was uh, walking around. Oops, sorry. Uh, what is that? Walking is that around. There's you... something going on in the background. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> did you drop your last... headphone by the mic and we started to hear no, what no, was no. going on at work? 
Because that would have been great. No, that's background noise. TV. Um, Sunil left already. He had enough. <laughs> so I, I ended up, remember I was walking around. I'm like, we have some more meetings this afternoon. But wow, I showed you guys the founder brewery and how, how glorious it looked. So I was heading back to go meet up with everybody for the lunch at noon, which wasn't mandatory. And my good friend, your old friend, Alan Ernswag, texted me. And he was like, I really don't want to go back and, and talk to those people anymore. Can we please go to lunch somewhere else? I'll buy. And I was like, yes. I go, we're going to the Founders Brewery. So I walked and I rendezvoused with him. We walked back. We had the most glorious afternoon. We sat outside at the Founders Brewery. It was just as magnificent as I thought it would be. Um, outdoor patio, outdoor bars. The food was even delicious. The beers were wonderful. It was probably a random Thursday afternoon, like 70 to 100 people lunching. Um, but not crowded because it was so big. We were there for like three hours. It's great. It's fantastic. So you're, you're, then, you're feeling good right now. This is a great day. Yep. Beautiful. And then I was weather. like, we, sh- we, should get, we should get up. We're going to sit here all day. We should stretch the legs. I was like, there's a, there's a meeting going on we could go to. He's like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> He's like, I have to take my, the guys that work for me here to dinner at six. Let's go somewhere else. So I had noticed a place called Flanagan's that looked like the right sort of place I would like. Long story short, we end up going in there, random folks in there having some day drinks, ended up making friends with a creepy couple. The woman was from Grand Rapids. The husband, it was his second wife, and you could tell. He was a real estate broker from Fort Myers who sold property in Naples. So we talked about that. Married and twice. His, that's weak. I got to step their game He up. married. His second wife was a... Air uh, traffic controller? No. Okay. Ex-stripper from Flashdancers, which, which she told Alan about. Um, I was looking. I was talking to the guy about fishing and scuba diving, and Alan got her background about dancing at flash dances. Wow, flash oh dances! That is a totally '80s name for a for a club. And huh? she had she had the equipment you need to she work did, that you would that you that you would purchase to you, work at flash dances. Do you think that her equipment maybe can touch her toes yet? No, 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 not at all. It's, no, they were anti gravitational. They were they were enhanced. It's all silicone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so after the fact. It was sorry, Sue. I was thinking that maybe they were gonna like. I was like, if they would have went, hey, you want to come back to our hotel room with us and party? I would not have been shocked. It was getting a little weird, but but then they had to go. <laughs> anyway, flash dances. I'm like 46th between eighth and ninth. Uh, probably, uh, yeah. Unless unless they're a chain and they have other ones around the country, I don't know. I actually I was- dated a flash a flash dancer stripper wow. for about three or four months, yeah. like way back in the way. I wonder if it's the same woman. <laughs> Was she from uh, Michigan? No, she was Long Island, Italian, divorced, had a Jewish last name. uh, As a result. You must have just had, I don't know what you were up to, because that sounds like somebody that would repulse you. (laughs) But she moved to Manhattan. (laughs) It was was the wildest thing, because I would go over her place, and I would try to take her out to dinner and stuff. She's like, no, I don't want you to think I'm just some money-grubbing stripper. You know, She's like, I'm going to cook a meal. So... I would come back to her place and she would have like, like, uh, you know, lasagna made, you know, like Parmesan, all this like awesome food. I was surprised that didn't work out. You love being fed. Yeah. It just, uh, <laughs> just did it. Well, 
I think she got pissed off because she came over to my apartment. Remember my old, remember my old apartment in Chelsea on 14th and 8th? The basement? Uh, you won't. No, 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 you won't. The one you won't. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. So she brought a Brazilian stripper friend with her over because we were supposed to go out in um in the meatpacking district. And then I, I kind of suggested, I was like, oh, wow, it'd be awesome to have a threesome. And that pretty much ended up really you needed <laughs> You needed King Shorts to help you navigate that. Yeah, totally. Hey, Bosco, go on you. Uh, did you not speak? Did you not speak to him before you? Because he would have told you how to get that done. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, King Sean was not in my life. I was, yeah, I was playing minor league ball. Early yeah. days, Mike. Yeah. You got a lot of background noise coming oh, through. I don't know if you can lower that. Year to date. Yeah, we get year to date. Do we have to focus? Nobody's focusing. Nobody's focusing. I'm completely focused. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that flash dances was kind of like it's like the Tony's Pizza of the '80s. Like every strip club probably took that name for a while. Yeah, you know? <laughs> probably. Yeah. So uh, you had a New York flash dancer. Mike met a Grand Rapids flash dancer. That's a good. Me, well, since they live in Florida, God knows where they met. So oh, know. man, that's a good yeah. point. They they love stripping in Florida. Big time. <laughs> I asked her if she knew uh, if she knew a certain person Stormy? that you met. Yeah, Stormy. She had never heard of Stormy. I don't think Stormy was a stripper. She just had the stripper name. <laughs> I can see Stormy like managing the strip club, like being in charge of the girls. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. You're neat. That's a big job. The Wrangler. You know. <laughs> the one thing I remember about flash dancers, and the only times I was ever there, I was probably with Sunio for at least one or two of them was like, Thank you know, you. young, when our first friends were getting married, that was usually like a stop during the bachelor party. Yeah. Right. I feel like didn't, whose was it? Somebody brought a camera in there. I remember a camera getting confiscated once. That was me. That was you. That was you. <laughs> Which is like so stupid. <laughs> yeah. We were just young and naive. So Neil whips out like, you know, it wasn't even a phone. It was like a digital camera and starts taking yeah. pictures of people. Oh my I think God. I <laughs> You're lucky you didn't get killed. That was in a New York oh, yeah. City club. I think yeah. it may have been scores, actually. No way. Yeah, they I, don't. They it, don't take. No, 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 no. We didn't go to. We if didn't were, go to scores. If it's, you were in Binghamton, flash dances. In Binghamton, you might get away with it, but down here, I don't think so. Binghamton, yeah. the place was centerfolds, but I never, I never went there. But I remember yeah, my I a certain <laughs> friend of ours used to go there and may have had an autographed picture with himself and Honey Melons. <laughs> <Remember that? laughs> Oscar, oh, he's talking to somebody. He's else. working. He's working right now. Yeah. That's fine. He's saying sell, 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 sell. Bye, bye, bye. I understand the yeah. I like his background today. Yeah, it's fancy schmancy. I did not come on today expecting to tell stories about flash dancers. And, uh, That's uh, why I told you, don't prepare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know where it's going to go. I did read all prepare about Gilo Beach or Giglo Beach. How's it pronounced? Gilgo? Did you say G Gilo Beach? He's been taking bar classes. <laughs> He's taking bar classes on speech. This is good. <laughs> I heard that's on. That's a beautiful beach on a lake in Belarus. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the Gilgo Beach killing. I think Gary went to high school with him. Was that the story? Him? Yeah, no, no. Oh, I thought that was what we heard. Okay, sorry. I thought somebody on the Garcast claimed to have known him or interacted with him. I, I don't know. Yeah, believe it or not. I don't know if Den Bob's going to come back, but I believe Den Bob has had some business interactions with the right, we'll, we'll leave that as a teaser out there until he's ready to discuss. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, for Neil, those what, what, that aren't in New York, I guess, there was a serial killer. He, he, speaking of strippers or ladies of the night, um, 
sex workers. I think he murdered four of them. And I don't know. Did he chop up their bodies and place them all over basically like on Ocean Parkway, which is on the south end of Long Island, Gilgo Beach area and drop body parts all over? And uh, that was like, what, 15 years ago? Oh, yeah, something. I was reading. I think it was like 2007 to 2010. It was, it's which makes me wonder, like, when we can stop. Like, it's like, all right, I've been there, done that. I'm too yeah. old for this. Like, what, you know? So he's just a normal, I mean, not normal, but, it, you know, it seems like a normal dude working in New York City, lives in Massapequa, right around the block from Joey Buttafuoco, believe it or not. Uh, Massapequa's yeah. killing it these days with uh, high end quality people. <laughs> you know, from Mars to Massapequa. That's a quote trying to call quest. Is Dem Bob trying to talk? Dem Bob, are you talking? Can you hear me? It's yeah. really off. I'll be right back. Okay. Dem Bob was ready to talk about the Gogo Beach. But I'll give a little more background. So he was getting curl, he was hiring sex workers off of Craigslist, or at least these four. Good old days. Them up. I don't know what he did. And then he killed them, threw them in the in the uh Pine Barrens or I guess the uh sand dunes of Gilgo Beach and, and other various parts of Fire Island. And uh, finally, I guess they had a new Suffolk County DA that came in or something, and they reopened the case about a year ago, year and a half ago, and boom, we got we got an arrest. So I have some breaking news and stuff that yeah. adds to this story. Well, your your mic about... is still bad. I'm going to sign out and come back with my breaking news. Please do. He's got breaking news. Well, I, I was reading an article on the Post about a sex worker that ran away from him, and they went on a date in Port Jefferson at like steamers or something. Oh, and I've been there like so many yes. times. Yes, like, steamers is cool. <laughs> yeah, like like right by the ferry. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got the, they got the outdoor upstairs area, right? That's all yep. open. Yep. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's weird because it's just a local dude. Vix uh, and Matt's roommate. From this year lives like right around the block from him as well. Wow, a lot of connections. There, that's his breaking news. <laughs> I think I think we broke him. I think he's very sad that um, he's not the only special guest this week. The extra <laughs> so special guest. We're waiting for Dem Bob to get back. So anyway, Wait, so Bob's they, gone. They Bob's did, gone now. Let's 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 talk about him. They catch they did catch the sucker. <laughs> Maybe Wait, Dem so, Bob is a serial killer. Um, there's a lot going on. He he's had a house. Too, in, he's, he's too soft to be a serial killer. So this guy had a house in Vegas. Uh, he had a house in South Carolina. Uh, so in Vegas, really? there's sex workers everywhere. He he might have been just kill. He might be a killing machine. This guy. This just might this be the, tip of the iceberg. Yeah, like, or was there something going on in his life between 2007 and 10 that like pushed him over into this, and then that kind of corrected itself? I I can't see that. Well, I'm sure Maybe everybody's it was looking into that, right? Bad business dealings with people in the city. Yeah. Whoa. Getting close from the wrong guy. Wow. Purple <laughs> Den Bob. The hell is going Whoa. on there? What the so, fuck is that? <laughs> your your oh, headset's sorry. not on your head, by the way, Den Bob. No, I'm trying a different mic that okay. I shouldn't need. All right. Now it's, it's, it's now you're better. louder. Not good, but it's better. Well, that's what we're going to have to go with. That works. It's much better. Okay. Ben worked with the Gilgo Beach murderer. We interacted between the years of 2017 and 2021. That was that's when he was killing. 
And that was right after, or at least they don't know. Yeah. He found another place to dump bodies during that time. And I feel like, I feel like I was the next target. I think I fit his profile. I was a little weak. I had nice eyes. And I frustrated him. I know that he was frustrated with me. He never really showed emotion. We disagreed on certain things. And he would just look at me without any emotion. And most people have a lot of negative emotion when they wait, do. Wait, wait, wait. You met with him? I thought it was just emails. No, a number of times. So was, was he a customer of yours or were you a customer of his? He was a customer of his. He was an expediter type architect. And I needed some filing stuff done. Uh, so he came and he inspected our building. We were down alone in the bowels of our basement underneath the sidewalk in a New York City old building. Did he look at Jeanette and like lick his lips? <laughs> or Ben? He never really went after men. Maybe you're very feminine and remind him of a I think, female. I think that's what he's escort. doing. Yeah, I think he's picking on himself there, Dan Bob. But then again, Sunil would be attracted to you as well if that was the case, and he's not. So, so, <laughs> we, um, we, so he was a nice guy. Um, we had an interaction on time, just establishing a poor. And uh, I was like, "So, you know, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to Philmont. It's like a two week. It's like a two week hike in nature." And and he's like, uh, "You know, I'm going on vacation like that too. I went to Africa for two weeks." And you report this. Wait, did you report this to the FBI? They should be looking in Africa. I'm sure somebody from the FBI is listening to our show and they can contact me. Do you think he's one of those guys who went to Africa and, and hunted the uh, the illegally huntable game? Yeah, like women. Yeah. <laughs> is that illegal? It might be okay in Africa. Uh, yeah. To kill. And I even made the comment to him. I was like, you know, the vacation sounds great. I like the nature and everything of it, and I like the adventure part of it, but uh, I don't think I have the patience and I don't like the killing. And there was just this awkward silence, a stare deep into my eyes, and we moved on from the conversation. I don't know what he was thinking at the time. I could only imagine, but uh, that was an awkward interaction. His daughter was the receptionist at his company. Right. Could you imagine... So, being his daughter and like all of a sudden you wake up and dad's a serial killer. Tragic. That's tragic. Oh, his assistant. He had an assistant that he would show up with. She was a very attractive young female and he treated her very badly. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, talk to her like that. She's you shouldn't talk to hot girls like that. And he was just rude. And I'm like, I just didn't know what kind of person would be that way. Mm. Did, did you ever talk to him and say, he's a serial killer? Uh, I talked to him and I thought he was a jackass. I, I never really thought thought serial killer. Hmm. But I ended up pulling ways with him. And that was an interesting interaction. He wanted to charge me some fee for something. And I was like, that's outrageous. And if you're going to charge me for that, what are you going to do when you get into the big job that's going to take two years and, and really need your time and expertise? I'm like, I don't think this is going to work out. So, you know, thanks for all your time to date, and that's it. And then he replied, me. I'm like, you can't fire me after I fired you. He tried to refire me, but I already terminated the relationship. So we had that little interaction. I think he again considered killing me. 
but that's my own imagination. And, uh, and well, you're, you're not, you're not, you know, you, you'd like to embellish stories. So uh, we're good with that. This is no embellishment. Everything I've said on what <laughs> is 100% true. Wow. I mean, you're claiming. I believe, I be, I believe you because I can yeah. tell when you're making things up. I believe you. Yeah. Neil, do you believe him? Let's go around the horn. Sunil, do you see any holes in that story? Any lies there? I believe it. Yeah. It's okay. it's kind of a banal story, but about Yeah, like it wasn't thing. creative enough to be fake. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. like when he got hacked or uh when he yeah. met the girl from The Bachelor. Oh wait, you know what the big tell is? He didn't tell the architect what to do. Like like design and all that. It's a good point. It's a good point. I mean, if you want to get into the details of it, my staircase was one inch too narrow, and he wanted to replace the entire staircase. And I was like, for an inch? That makes no sense. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Maybe your ruler isn't right. Maybe you didn't measure it right. How could it be one inch too narrow? I'm kind of surprised he didn't kill you, if that's the way you spoke to him. I did. did. (laughs) So when I was in his office, he offered me a glass of, uh, he offered me water. So I said, sure, I'll have water. Most people nowadays, especially when this was uh, post-pandemic, would give you a a bottle of water. He gave me a cup of water. And I just feel like he was collecting my DNA. I I think there was more to it. He wanted my DNA. He had my lip smear on the cup. I'll say lip smear. (laughs) That could be called the pizza crust that the FBI used to catch him. And then it could have been like it was Denny Bob's DNA, and now I'm a part of it. Just saying. It's out there. It's, it is out there. You know, when you when you look at the type of people that COVID was killing, it's kind of a shame it didn't take him out. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So that was random. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, it is interesting and a little bit surreal that uh, I interacted with one of the most evil, awful people in the history of mankind. Wasn't that good? But there are some other people that are coming out. If you remember, there was another designer that came out and said that she worked with him. She was very attractive. I'm thinking, I want to get in that networking group. I'll take his place. He was in his networking group with a designer, and she said that Mike's dancing? Yeah. He's got some work calls. His work calls are better than mine. <laughs> so uh, he was in this networking group, and this woman came out and spoke to how creepy he was. And uh, she's the type of woman that I like to do business with. So I, I may try to infiltrate that networking group. You should. She's, and she's she's dead. Yeah, you should. <laughs> no, no, no. She's she came out after after all of this. Ask so, her if she was on the Bachelor. <clears throat> yes, yes. Yep. Sunil, is there anyone that you currently work with that you think could be a serial killer? No, no one comes to mind. Really? Yeah. I, I, I wish that, that'd make it more interesting. How about how about mass shooter? Like someone's going to fly off the handle, Ooh. come into the office, and kill everybody? Because I do, I do know several people in my office. Or we used to say going postal, but apparently you can't say that anymore. Yeah, right? let's say it. Going oh. postal. Sorry, um, ar- sorry, Sumo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you have, a, oh. you have any going postal guys or gals? I, you know, actually, no. Uh, I, in fact, I don't think I've ever worked. I haven't worked with anybody that I think would you know, oh, qualify. Well, but maybe I'm just I, not I have, looking. I have, a, I have a long, a long list. Of mass mass yeah. shootings yeah. is the rage, yo. 
Sunil, <laughs> tell us about your, uh, you don't have to get into anything that you can't disclose or that's proprietary information, but what is, I mean, so far your two answers are making it seem like a very boring cast of characters. What is your <laughs> workplace like? Like, what are your peers and associates that you work with like? What types of people are they? What do they do outside of work? How do they behave and interact with you? Please take the floor. <laughs> yes. Well, um, so I work in wealth management of, you know, managing wealthy people's money. And I would, most of the people, uh, you know, obviously they're finance people. So, you know, they're kind of on the rational analytic side. Um, sometimes, actually, you know what, forget about that. The interesting thing I find is the young people who work, mm. who work there now, you know, like they're in their 20s. Um, like they remind me of, of like us when we were that age and just interested mm. in finance and investing and all that. But they are like not party animals. Like I remember like when, when I was coming up to the ranks, like everyone would be coming in hungover. You can see it on their eyes. You can kind of smell it off of them. Like they, they'll, they'll talk like they'll literally say things like, oh man, I'm, I'm so old now. Like I had half a <laughs> bottle of wine with my girlfriend and I like look at them I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what, like, where's your constitution? Where's your medal? <laughs> you also, like, are they all strangely in shape? Yes. Yeah. What's with that? What's yeah, with what's that? with that? Like, you know, yeah. like they, they, I mean, some of them are athletes, you know, and they should be letting go of that and starting to be process of becoming the slow march to being a fat middle-aged guy, you know? Right. Like, like I feel like we yeah. came out of the gate. It was party, 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 party. Get out of shape, out of shape, out of shape, out of shape. That was your 20s. Yep. Into yep. your 30s. At least for me, around 34, I was like, whoa. That's when I started running and got myself in shape. Like, and I saw a lot of people do the same thing. Now yeah. these kids... They seem to come out and they stay fit and they're worried about what they're eating and drinking. It's, it's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Very disappointing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 no, like no one's making a run to be like, Hey, let's get Popeye's like, all right. You know, I have the whole place smell of fried chicken or whatever. Yeah, like, like me, they're eating like salads. <laughs> right. We didn't even have salad places to go to. No, no. And like a right. quinoa and they'll put olive oil, like, you know, you know, they'll have like a bottle of like fancy extra virgin olive oil, which I love, you know, but like, right. Like you're not that stage of life to be doing it this. kind of they're just like the gar but it didn't happen to the gar until he was 50 well, right like i said yeah. i always say i'm like imagine i knew what i knew now about eating better like it would have been so much better have done it young but it's yeah. kind of a natural progression i think you have to go through that out of shape gain all the weight i mean i we just we were doing passport renewals this week and i pulled out my old passport which is very old i was yeah. thick you could see it in my face and everything it was terrible mm -hmm. But that was my 30s. Yeah. yeah. Early 30s. You think it's information because of, you know, the, the world that they're in and that they've been in since kids, right? iPhones in their hands, videos about health and wellness, people sharing pictures and videos. It's look good, look good. You got to look good. You're posing, you're doing all that, that they're just yeah. so much more worried about that than we were. It's got to have an effect. Yeah, totally. Uh, and mm -hmm. they, I think... I think they're drinking less too, uh, you know, which is overall a positive. You know, they um, like, like, I mean, there's like non-alcoholic bars now. What? Yeah, what? there's like places you can go, and it's just if, everything. Bosco would, Bosco we're not ignoring just, you. You're just so low. We can't, can't hear you. you. Yeah. He is so upset. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> non-alcoholic bars. You know what? Wait, me, where is there non like no alcohol at all? Guinness. Guinness yeah. makes a non-alcoholic Guinness now, which yeah. I can kind of understand. Yeah. I don't really get non-alcoholic like Budweiser, but a Guinness is like delicious to me. So I kind of get that. You know what I mean? Like, I think I would have a non-alcoholic Guinness just to be like, 
ah, yeah, like I really needed one of those. You know what I mean? It's like a milkshake. Did you ever go into a bar and realize when you got there it was a non-alcoholic bar? Or do you know what they are? Oh, wait, Mike, you? You have I have a funny story related to this from my travels on Friday. Sunil, tell us about these non-alcoholic bars. Well, actually, I've never been to one. but I was heard about them. You read about them on Reddit. But a switch I've made is that there's there's nights now where I'll just drink athletic brewing beer, which is which is non-alcoholic beer, but it tastes like lager and it's good. And I realized like it's a nice substitute because like you know why did I go to the local bar? It's really just to kind of like unwind, talk with like you know yeah. friends from the neighborhood, and I could do that without having to wake up hungover, right? And all the try the um, try the Guinness if they, if they have it. I've seen it. Yeah, maybe I'll order it. I've never wonder. tried that. I've seen that athletic beer. I've never tried it. It's good. It's I, like refreshing. I probably should try that move, Sue, at some point. Because I am like right. To me, it's social drinking, right? Which is yeah. but you know, but still, you know, then you I love talking, give me another one, give me another one, and then you feel like crap, but you you don't want to just stay home and not interact with people. So interesting. And then maybe another progression in life as I approach fifty, Gary. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's there's another interesting side effect of it. Like I, I realize how dehydrated I am because oh, yeah. I'll drink them and like let's say I had four of them and I actually all of a sudden feel a lot better. At, like mm. physically and i'm like oh my god i've been like that dehydrated yeah <laughs> we went out two two nights ago for work we were hosting three guys from our our office in the philippines so my boss put together a karaoke bonanza which he's very good at the filipinos and, love uh, uh, karaoke right we had a blast but <laughs> i've been saying this for years and i've never done it i started doing after a couple of beers with every beer i ordered a glass of water I think you've mentioned that it's working oh, out. I did it. I did it for the first time, and it was wonderful. Right. Were you just like peeing like a madman? Oh. Yeah, but that's okay. But like the next day, I, I think I think I, I felt significantly better. Wow, we're not going to read it, but uh, and I'm not looking at it. I didn't make an announcement that we were recording at nine. I forgot again. Sumo, you're supposed to remind me. But Andy just <laughs> sent an email in. Way to go, Andy. Whoa. Way to get it in. Whoa. Uh, but oh, last so last week on my travels, non-alcoholic bar. I'll. I mean, I guess now I could summarize what happened to me on the way home and i'll stop at the non-alcoholic bar friday morning i had an eleven forty flight to laguardia it's an hour and 45 minutes pretty easy from grand rapids 9 30 i'm in the uber on the way to the airport they cancel my flight canceled right. um i get there they're like all right yeah we can put you on a 12 30 to chicago you'll have a four-hour layover and you'll get to laguardia at 7 30 i'm like all right, that's the best you can do. I guess I'm spending some time in the bars of O'Hare. So, whatever. I had a beer at the at the all these English guys that I met at the conference were sitting at the bar drinking, of course, when I got there. So I'm drinking with them. They leave, so I go to my gate, and there's a bar right there, and it was delayed. I'm like, perfect. I'll get a beer. I sit at the bar. Young young bar bar is open. Young bartender comes over to me. She's like, hey, what can I get you? I go, all right, what kind of beer you got? She goes, well, actually, we opened one week ago, and we don't have our liquor license yet, but we have an array of Pepsi products. I was like, what? I didn't know what to do. And then I felt like a jerk to get up and leave, so I just ordered a seltzer. And she's like, oh, that's on the house. And I was like, I gave her a $5 tip. I don't know. I was like, I didn't know what to do. I felt yeah. bad for her because she was going to make no money. Yeah. And that's so it's not a non-alcoholic bar by design. Yeah, it's right. 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 It's circumstance. I'm yeah. like, why would you open? I would have just delayed the open. Could they really be making any money? That everybody exactly. that was in there yeah. was satisfied. You turned off if your anything, background and you got some volume back, then, Bob. Yeah, I think your background screwed up your volume. Which uh, oh, but, 
Mike, you were asking me about, about my job, but I'd say the one... Yeah, back to... Sorry, I wanted more of that. Please go, keep going. Yeah, I mean, I would say the, the one, like, dif- like, a real differentiator about my job is that I consume so much information that across, like, a broad swath, right? Like, from economics, financial markets, politics, very different industries, so... And you like, get all least, that on, You get all that from the GARCast, right? Um, <laughs> yes. They, the GARCast always asks... Sparks one source. My, you know, one research. source, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I think what could annoy other people is that it could seem like like, uh, and this is, I think this is true for a lot of people in the financial industry, especially if you work in investments, right? Um, that it's be like, God, like, like you're kind of like a know-it-all or, you know, you always have, you always have something, you always have something you could add about something, right? And so, which always makes it interesting. So in particular to the GARCast, because I hear so much like nonsense coming out of U3 at times that it'll just <laughs> make me cringe um, or... Or even like just having somewhat of a stats, you know, math background. I mean, not a hardcore mathematician or anything, but where like Gar running through like like completely misguided assessments of like COVID probabilities and all that. You know, Bosco so, is an accountant. He's very good at math. You know, yeah, but that's like nonlinear math, right? That's just like one. What if, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I wanted to get a little spicy, so I had to get that in. <laughs> <laughs> What's your work at home protocol like, Sunil? Like, let's talk about the millennials. Do they prefer to work at home? Do they prefer to be there? Maybe that's why they're so fit because they're home and they're exercising while they work. I, you know, it's a, it's a slow grind back to coming in. So we're we're all pretty much hybrid. You know, they want you in. You know, at least three days a week. Um, the the kids are say the, the young people. Um, it's a mix. I'd say most of them are probably in about three four days a week, but there are some that are just kind of holdouts. You know, and <laughs> the person that just never showed back up in the office. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty convinced my my assistant like comes into the office. So she lives in Queens, like just over the water. And I I've seen her twice now in the cafeteria at breakfast, and then she's not there. And I'm like, hey, I, <laughs> so I think she just swipes and leaves <laughs> and gets like a free coffee. <laughs> I like her. I like her. You know, instead of play the game. That's good. Stand up desk. Do you guys have stand up desks? Uh we do, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do sometimes, you know, it's a, it, it does help to stretch out the hip flexors, you know, <laughs> yeah, what does your assist, what does your assistant do? Um, you know, and is that, I, and is that end, wait, end, is that her title? Uh, no, no, she's a, uh, she's a, a, a private banking associate. Yeah. So, okay. I, I don't think we use so the now, word assistant. Yeah. What is, what is her role? Um, you know, she just helps with a lot of the blocking and tapping. Like there's a lot of like regulatory compliance. Um, so if I'm talking to clients, I have to prepare, you know, sort of how their accounts are doing all that. Um, so she does a lot of that and she's really, really good at it. Like, you know, she's like, you know, if I want three yards in the cloud of dust, like, you know, she gets it done. I, even though she's a very tiny person, I doubt she thinks about it that way. Of course I do. Cause for me, everything is interpreted through the lens of football. Right. Uh, she's not a listener. Maybe I should, uh, you know, get her on or I might get fired. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Uh, that's cool that you have an assistant. I like that. Your assistant is she? Um, is she one of these millennials that's very fit? Yeah, yeah, effectively, yeah. Uh, you know, how many like, years out of uh, college is she? She is actually going to college at night, so she's got into Baruch. Uh, oh. Yeah, which is impressive. You know, so um, she's probably late twenty, early thirties. Uh, oh. Yeah, that was. It was actually funny that like she had like a. Like a pre, so she went to uh, she went to uh, what do you call it? you know you do your associate's degree like Kingsborough or whatever something like that, and then she got into Brute and she had like a pre math thing that to work for you know that she had to do and I was like, 
and I was trying to help her with it. I forgot all of it. I was like, I couldn't do any of the trigonometry, couldn't do any of the like simultaneous <laughs> equations, all that kind of stuff. I was, well, I was like, it's not linear math. I'm sorry? It's not linear math. <laughs> it's not linear math. <laughs> I'm just degrading. Like, just like I can't throw a football anymore, you know? Like, my shoulder oh. will fly out of its socket. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Boston. Did you hire this person or they were, were they appointed to you by HR? Uh, appointed, yeah. Appointed. So, But she's been working with me and, and a couple of others now for about five years, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. not me. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. She came in. There's a program that we have um, that's, uh, that's meant to take in, like, I, I guess, like, you know, individuals from, I don't know what you call them, like, you know, not, not so well off urban less less fortunate i don't know how yeah, would you, how would you define fortunate. that yeah. yeah i don't know like to me it was like basically my neighbors growing up but, no, you but know, it sounds cool that they have a program where they bring somebody in who doesn't have a college degree and then allows them to go to school while they're there i love that that's good exactly and it's like an apprenticeship program you know and it, like cool. anything it has a hit ratio right some don't work out some you know some do really well um oh, yeah. but it's like great to have that opportunity because there's like such a big jump in income right like they go from you know looking at at, at a life or certainly post high school graduation like what am i going to make 10 15 dollars a year right that's your cap and then if you go from expecting to make 20 a year to like 40 or 50 that's like a massive jump in someone's quality of life sure, sure. Yeah. that's so. cool i love that like to hear that yeah, yeah i like awesome. to hear that you have an assistant that's wonderful yeah Sorry, should I say my associates? <laughs> yeah. Associates. You shouldn't say it's, it's probably yeah, you're probably not allowed to say that. You Someone's could get canceled. Be mad. For that. Yeah. Be yeah. Careful. You could totally... a lot of shit I say that could get me canceled. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, you, you don't want to be canceled. Um, Any uh well that's cool. A little inside look for our listeners into the work life of uh the mighty Sunil. That's special exciting. guest. There you that go. It's exciting. Nice. What else so, you got, Gar? I thought maybe we'd get to some emails before we Okay run out of time and then we'll, we uh, we we'll do have uh, we do have three three emails and a lots of time sunil as you know as a listener the emails generate conversation so why don't we go that route i mean i do go in order of receipt not in order of length but the longest one is first i'm assuming i didn't even open it <laughs> dude it's, it's just <laughs> what's up fellas it's guarlitos i'm gonna call it a, a short one from mm. mighty guar um uh, here we go my Garmanos, I find myself at 4 a.m. feeling like a short email for me is in order to the Garcast. I poured myself some of that coffee liqueur, and after a couple of pours, I was wide awake crunching out some data. Ooh, data, Sunil mm. Pasco. You guys will love, love this. Data. Love data. I need to get to sleep, so I will keep this quite brief. <laughs> First off, excellent episode as always. But what I was really digging was the Mike Redmond parts unknown vibes I was getting from tagging along on his adventures through Grand Rapids. <laughs> Where Bosco on the street tends to feel very stuttering John getting into misadventures, <laughs> which is quite entertaining as well. It was not a shot. The Godfather's trip through Grand Rapids felt like a lost Anthony Bourdain episode. It's like the best compliment I could ever get. <laughs> Loved it. Oh, and remind me to tell you about the best compliment I ever got in the airport last Friday. Ooh. Loved it. I seriously hope more recording days end up on Godfather road trips. I would love to make that happen. I felt like I was there as he hit one spot after the next. I also enjoyed the Garfather technique of hanging out with the smokers. Phenomenal idea. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that. I, I highly encourage everybody to take smoke breaks whenever they can. <laughs> Don't smoke. Just take smoke breaks. Just get one guy to smoke. Take one for the team because then it's not a smoke break if nobody's smoking. Right. Right? 
Fair. And, and vaping doesn't count. That's bullshit. Vape breaks a bed. Um, secondly, I just wanted to shout out the wonderful MoFam. We didn't get into this yet. BMO's wife and kids were just so cool to hang out with while they were at Cincy, and we had so much fun talking with them. I think I even made a little headway in convincing BMO's son that does crew into considering rugby. Oh, wow. Oh, amazing. <laughs> you know, I did start at Binghamton on the crew team, hmm. quit, and then Sunil, you know, everyone, Sunil is responsible for getting me to play rugby. Sunil had me join the rugby team with him. So that is a progression that works. Excellent. Yes, there you go. Finally, I was looking for an update to Den Bob's bachelorette nurse friend. I was also looking her up as Den Bob was talking about her, like Gar and Mike, and found a former contestant from Long Island that had a big yoga presence, but also couldn't find any mention of one that was also involved in nursing. We need an update on your semi celebrity nurse, Den Bob. Or is this one of those stories where Gibbo has to fact check a bit? <laughs> Listeners want to know. Keep on killing it in a non Massapequa way, you garrific Garfellas. Guar out. <laughs> All right, Bosco, the floor is yours. So you did stumble upon the proper one. I would imagine that the reason she has no reference to her physical therapy is contractual. She's not probably not allowed to use Northwell's name right uh, in any I, way in any of her public profiles. And she that's that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. I mean you wouldn't have, you wouldn't be able to just say I'm a nurse without saying uh, where she is real. Unfortunately, after wheeling my dad around the different wings of the hospital uh, just to try to get him on her shift. Um, I was unable to bump into her again after that. Never saw her again. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. of signing up for one of her Ashtanga yoga classes. Um, Please do. You know, just to be like, hey, come to me. You know, we'll see. All right, so we'll we'll look forward to that, and you can get back to us. Yeah. Uh, how that goes. Bosco, if you want to impress her, you could probably pronounce it, which is Ashtanga. So if you say uh, Ashtanga yoga, you should be like, whoa. It was cute and endearing, Ashtanga, the yeah. way it's spelled in America. Okay. Wait, my so come right off. So, <laughs> I think that that's something that I wanted to talk about a little bit too. You know, smokers at this point in time are really in the minority, and they really, um, they're not outcasts, really. They go outside, they smoke, they're embarrassed that they do it, they know they shouldn't do it. But if, if you go out there, on their smoke break and support them with the smoke break. And even best, if you could go undercover and smoke with them, it's instant acceptance. So I think that if I was at a corporate gathering and I saw somebody that I wanted to be in favor with go down and take a smoke break, I would probably go down there and take up smoking just to fit in. And I would say I'd smoke some cigarettes and he'd be like, why? were like the same and I fit in and I think it would gain me favor in the corporate world if there was somebody one of these outcast smokers who was high up the corporate chain so as a strategy I'm thinking the smoke break is an opportunity for advancement and socialization it really is any thoughts yeah. on you thinking off management anybody smokes no it would be such a bad look it's like I mean honestly I, I think in the current environment you could probably come in like smelling of weed uh, and that oh, would yeah. probably be more acceptable than yeah. being a smoker. Probably better than yeah, you're right. I think that's probably right. I mean, honestly, even now, like, like it's kind of, it's a, it's a little bit uh, embarrassing, I suppose, to even eat like not healthy food. Like, if I came in with like a rack of ribs and like you know, you know, mac macaroni and cheese, I, you you'd get definitely get to, like, oh, that looks delicious, but 
I can only eat that once a month, you know, like something like that. Rack, rack the ribs, nothing wrong with it. Go with the meat. Yeah, I have no problem. Like, I'll go get Indian food and... Okay, do other people have a problem with smelly food? I would imagine, I've seen your posts on Facebook, you're into the curry foods. If you I, I am. Uh, Interesting. Interestingly, a lot of people, which I think has shown the, the change in America since I was a kid, a lot of people, uh, you know, you obviously not Indian, will come in and be like, man, that smells delicious, you know? So I think now it's flipped where if you don't think it's delicious, you're essentially like a culinary midget and have the, like, <laughs> you enjoy flavors of like a child. Like, you know, you would rather have, or you probably miss having Chef Boyardee and like Swanson dinners. Yeah. So yeah. I have to say it's progress. <laughs> a culinary midget, thank you. We like progress. Um, <laughs> hey, so in your opinion, nobody has a problem with your, your, your smelly curry foods in the middle of the office. I'm doubting that. I'm thinking that there are no. other culinary midgets in the office that are like, who the hell brought in this, this, this curry food that's making my office stink? Yeah, it's kind of like hit the road, Jack, you know, but also like I'm diverse, right? So like I've introduced people to the Polish food truck um, where I'll go in and get kielbasa and pierogies. And it's amazing how many people like don't even know what kielbasa and pierogies are. I was, I was like, how do you not know that? You know? It's yeah, a, sad. Yeah. And so I, I have a following of uh, of just going to get different types of food. Have you got food trucks outside your office? Uh, yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, there's a there's a good sure. Moroccan place on forty on forty first, like right between the cut between forty sixth and forty second. Um, okay. You let me know, man. It's a I got awesome chopstick skills. You know, <laughs> you notice how some food trucks do significantly better than other food trucks. So like there'll be four food yeah. trucks lined up on a row, and there'll be a line of fifteen people for one food truck, but the other three have none. Do you see that in your location? Uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Like it's a, I mean, it's it's not. It's definitely dropped. There has been a negative effect from COVID. Like there aren't the number of food trucks, aren't the you know like the following that you see outside. But it's also because like there's just not as many people back in the office. Like we're both in Midtown, which by the way, hey, do, do you? I'm surprised you haven't like interviewed the people with the the giant rat on sixth between like what forty fifth and forty. No, sorry, thirty fifth and thirty eighth, Bosco. Like I would figure you'd be right out there. And well, so I have done that interview. I did not actually see that particular one, but uh, if I do go by, I got to get some equipment so that I could do recordings uh, in case I go by not doing recording and I'll submit it to the show like an email. And I, can do uh, I, I, I do often want to ask them, I'm like, well, is this what you do anyway to the workers who are protesting? I'm like, you basically just sit around and do nothing all day. Um, so you know, you should be happy being on strike. Yes, on the, uh, on the writer's strike, maybe the writers should have a rat. Maybe that would be... Uh, Mike is trying to talk. Get more attention. Mike, are you on mute? No, I think he's doing work. Oh, okay. Yeah. By the way, doesn't, doesn't Red Man look kind of like Jack Ryan? Yeah. Ryan. Yeah, right? He does, a little Jack Ryan. Yeah. Very difficult show to follow, but I get the gist. I can't really get all the details out of that show, but I do get the gist. Yeah. I've, I've been... I personally, when watching shows, I've been reduced to putting on subtitles because, like, I just miss shit. Absolutely, they're almost mandatory in my house because of the vacuuming and constant noise that's that's happening here. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, Red, are you back? Red man, ready to rock? One sec. Okay, one sec. Okay, yeah. 
So, so I wanted to ask you, I know we're bouncing around here, but um, I was at a party this weekend. Lots of Jet fans with me and Redmond fans, St. John's Redmond. Um, and we're very excited about what Rick, uh, Uncle Rick Pitino is doing with the uh, St. John's Redmond. But the Jets, we had some good conversations. I know I'm a football guy. What's what's the expectations? It was interesting to hear their take. You have you have the camps of we're gonna we're legit this year. We have a legit chance at Super Bowl. Blah blah blah. And then I had the other guy who was like, "We're the Jets. It's gonna fail miserable." Brett Favre point two point Like, where do you stand on this? Are you uh, you in the middle? What do you think is gonna happen? Now is the time for optimism. Now is the time for hope. So I'm thinking. If they're healthy, why not 13 and 3 D playoff run? If they're healthy, yeah, this team could go to the Super Bowl. Like, it should be, right? They, they got also, all the pieces. They got all the pieces. And I think they have the right attitude. Like I went out to the Vikings game, which they lost because fucking Braxton Barrios does not use his hands. But like that team just kept like played with such confidence and ferocity. And, like that's that's the mindset that you want to see in any con- any contact sport team. So they just kept coming back, swinging, punching, not backing down. And if you could play like that and then put in essentially a guy who's in a sec- who will be in a section of the Hall of Fame that's a Hall of Fame of the Hall of Fame, then yeah, it, it could go outstanding. But I do agree that it's the Jets. So, you know, I, I, I often say like, oh, that's the most Jetsian thing I've ever seen. So they, <laughs> there could be a Jetsian version to this story. I but for now, not. I'm like, I hope yeah. not. I hope not. But right now, I'm like, fuck it. Get on the field and play, no matter who it is. It's the Chiefs, the Bills. Bring it. When does Hard Knocks come out? They're going to be, the Jets are going to be on Hard Knocks. Yeah. Yeah. It comes, uh, I think they're usually like, lag about a week behind each each show. And, you know, the training camp's probably open next week, I think. So by August, early August, you'll start seeing some Hard Knocks with the Jets. And I love how, like, Rogers is like, we didn't want to do it. Came right out and said it. Yeah, but we don't it's need very that distraction, but you know, NFL made us do it. Yeah, I, I'm, as a fan, I'm excited to see it. Yes, yeah, I figured you would be. I'm yeah. excited as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, the best hard knocks ever was the Rex Ryan one. No doubt. That was the, Let's go get that's it. Where it's, that's where it peaked. Yeah, no doubt. It's not going to be like Rex Ryan. We don't have There's, a Rex Ryan this year. But. I'm just curious to see if Rogers, because he's such a weirdo, he's going to go one of two ways. He's going to try to avoid it as much as possible, or he's going to fully embrace it and be all over it. Like, you never know with this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's going to be a complete not being in it at all. He's going to find a way to just not. I don't know. It. I can see it going the other way. Like, hey, we're going, to, we're going with Aaron Rodgers to a Broadway show with like a yeah. camera in the car. It's like when, when I went to pre crapper right? I didn't want to go. But once I got there, I was all in and I was the life of the party. There you go. Yeah. See? Right? So Aaron Rodgers, you had Gar, you had just like Aaron Rodgers. Like, you're always like, ah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm, then, I, then you're I'm, in, you're in. I'm afraid of dropping acid and doing trips like him. <laughs> I <laughs> did. Okay, well, that's true. You, you have some differences. Yeah, I'm so scared of that stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? We are a lot alike. I, I no COVID shots for either one of us, right? Um, yeah. Stuff you like toned. that. Just don't know it. By the way, I heard <laughs> Russell Wilson is in fantastic shape. Speaking <laughs> of Broncos. <laughs> it's the funniest thing coming out of Broncos camp. Russell Wilson's in great shape. Well, can he play this year? Because last year yeah. he sucked. I don't care. If I didn't know. He was, I didn't know he was. I didn't know he, he signed one of the biggest contracts ever and came to Denver's out of shape. Oh, I yeah, right, yeah. exactly. You know what? I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I it's hard for me to believe that 
a quarterback that good can fall off the cliff that fast. Um, Conspiracy. Mike, Redman. You know? It was COVID. So yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll it's because he, he got a uh, he got the fifth booster. That's what happened. I, I love that we have Peyton there, and I think they they have things to look forward to. And uh, you know, we'll see we'll see where they go. But yeah, we'll be doing the football show soon. Sue, I'm expecting you to come in with uh, the the uh, overs and unders on wins and MVPs. Is that a formal? Like you want to oh. give him a date? He's a very hard guy to schedule with. Yeah, we'll, when we we'll, expect we'll him pick back a date for that on the and, show. Uh, we'll get you in. Yeah, for the, yeah. Maybe we just give him the whole. We give him the whole hour for the uh, you know Sunil preseason. He runs it. We just we sit there and listen and commentate. He's been show. so good this week that he could be the new special guest every week. I mean, you don't know. I'm he could be the host. Him, Bob. I know. <laughs> is, is this a cool I know. <laughs> I know you're considering retirement in the next couple of years. He could be a candidate to take over the show. Yeah, the world it. according to Sue. Sue. The world according to Sue. Well, there's a lot to All say. Right. All right, we got we're running we out two, of time, right? You got emails. We got, two, we got I, I I yeah, we're okay. We're good. We got two emails here, and the longest one is done. <laughs> this one is from uh, loyal listener Mike Odunia. Summer binge is the subject. Like it. Hmm. Buenos dias, Gaballeros. Hmm. Um, happy to be writing another email to the best cast currently going. My nine-year-old Ryan even found you guys on Spotify. Oh, wow. And asked if he could listen. Oh. I said, sure. So your fan base is growing. Good. We're going to get into the elementary school market. Yes, yes, yes. It's an untapped. It's definitely untapped. (laughs) I don't have any specific questions or comments about recent shows as I had to binge the past few weeks. As life gets busy in late June, early July with vacations and time away in NH, that would be New Hampshire. For those people who do not live in this country. <laughs> but I am up to date. Sorry. And can't wait to hear this week's take on recent events. So I guess the big ticket item to talk about would be the Gilgo Beach Killer Rex Harriman. Is that how you say it? Harriman? <laughs> Bosco, you would know. <laughs> Amazing they finally caught him after 13 years. We think it was only 13 years. Apparently it took a former NYPD chief who recently took the Suffolk County PD job to reopen the case. Yep. I did not know that. I would love to hear Den Bob's Monday morning quarterback take on the situation. What would he have done differently? Who would he have talked to? Well, talk to Bosco, of course. What uh, evidence is- would he have taken a second look at? They should have taken care of it. They should have come to me. Right. Clearly. Clearly. You weren't investigating this on the side? And are there any current murders you are investigating? I'm waiting to get contacted by the DA's office in case I have corroborating information. Uh you know, meetings. There was one particular meeting that we had that I thought I meant to bring up before. He went uh, back for like a couple of weeks and then showed up with a broken arm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I had a terrible car accident. Whoa. Maybe he hurt himself trying to kill somebody and they fought back. Maybe it was a failed attempt. Could have been anything. Yeah, that's interesting. Interaction when he showed up. I mean, that was tremendous. I, I can't imagine him getting hurt with anything. Yeah, he's a big guy, right? Tremendous, especially compared to Den Bob. He would dwarf. Yeah, yeah he looks like he looks like a big dude. If you, you see the uh, on News Twelve, they put like all the body parts that they found down there. It wasn't just those four bodies. Like apparently, the yeah. sand dunes are the place to drop body parts or bodies. There's a lot yeah. of other murders down there. Sure. See, this is like my, my theory is that the suburbs are actually way scarier than the city. <laughs> you, you 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 have always said that. Yeah. You might be right too. That it's really, a little more, yeah, yeah. It's 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 straightforward. It's in your face in the city. This, you know, there's no hidden shit. Yeah, but 
you know, if someone's attacking you in the city, it's because they basically just want to rob you, right? Like it's, right. it's, it's business. <laughs> Funny yeah. phones. Who was, who was the other guy in Long Island that had that woman locked up in like the basement or some shit? Oh, that was a long, yeah. Remember that? Oh, they found her in a 55 gallon drum, like yeah. in Huntington. Yeah. And it had been there. He was dead already when they found this because somebody bought the house. Yeah. Right. But it was like a small, uh, I don't know if she was like a nanny or something. And he just yeah. killed her and put her in a 55 gallon drum, sealed it where she sat for like 50 years. Crazy. Suburbs. Crazy. I love them. All right. Yeah. Back to the email. So you answered some of these questions already, Bosco. So you don't have to answer them again. So, did you ever meet him, talk to him? Were you suspicious of anything? Anything rub you the wrong way, make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up? I think you, you addressed that. So, Andy had no idea that Dan Bob actually did meet him, did he? This is not, this is not Andy's email. If, if oh, it was Mike's. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah you pay, you, you, that's very, you got to pay attention. With this email. And I could have just answered it uh, as those questions came up. It's okay. I like how Mike had our back, just in case we didn't get to this. This was good. Um... I think Den Bob needs to get down to Massapequa Park looking like Inspector Clouseau or Gadget with a big magnifying glass. I would love this. And help and help those cops out. That would be amazing. Just let them know you pretended to be a doctor before so you know what you're doing. Yeah. Good point. You could do the forensics too. Like you could do the autopsies. Maybe go to some storage facilities instead. They seem to uh, mm -hmm. be popping around at those lately. Yeah. Shout out to the Sumus for the care mm. packages. Indeed. Oh, yeah. I mean, is there a better nominee for listeners? It's yeah, done. I think, uh, I think Spark. Well, who's it going to be? Is it, is it Sparkly Barkly or is it Sumo? You'd be the best. Right. Can't be a tie. No ties. So I know who my keep trying, guys. Right now, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. I submit that there is not. The snacks haven't been consumed in the Fernwood yet. Perhaps I'll wait for the start of the Premier League on August 12th when Forrest plays Arsenal who apparently wear red in recognition to Nottingham Forest as Forest made a charitable nation to Arsenal when the club was founded. Nice research, Mike. Huh? Wow. That is, that, is, that is a true story. Actually, can well, I say please. something? Please do. MOD, I'm more than happy to come to the Fernwood to watch some non-man non football. Um, it will be, be exciting. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm pumped. Um, or when the NFL season kicks off, I'll let the Godfather pick. Uh, both. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'll go both. <laughs> All righty then, boys. As always, take care. Call me hair. L-L-M-O. Nice Mike. email, Michael. Thank you very much. And the late breaking sliding in during the broadcast. Whoa. Andrew Shaw. You know, everyone knows I'm always a fan of reading the subject first and then trying to figure out where the email is going to go. The subject is all you need is love comes to mind. I, I don't know where this is going to go. All you need is a new Garcast on Friday mornings and love, I guess. There you go. It's been a while, Garfellas. I feel like you've been getting the email attention lately, and I wanted to express my gratitude for the weekly cast. I'm jealous of any and all Garcast collisions. It's been a year <laughs> since I've seen the Gar. Yeah. I hope to make a pilgrimage to Gar Island and the Casa before too long. It's overdue, buddy. It's overdue. Ooh. Get down here. Cheers to the Women's World Cup. I think it started this morning. As well awesome. as the Open. This week, yep. The Open. And, and Messi joint the MLS. Happy, hoping to watch some good soccer over the next few weeks. Side note. My oldest son, Eli, is working at a local golf course. Ooh. My other son, Alex, and I went to the driving range yesterday. Eli saw us, and he was working the tractor that picks up the golf balls at the range. Oh, oh man. Ooh. That's like the Zamboni of golf. I've always wanted to drive that thing. Yes. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. 
<laughs> Eli, you win, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Winner. That's great. 18 years old, driving the ball pickup thing with the shields around it. People are firing balls at you. Everybody's trying to hit you. Oh, man, that's fun. I was at the driving range one time, and the person in front of me was just learning how to play golf, shanking the ball everywhere, and he paid no mind. Normally, I think at this driving range, you would tend to try not to hit the kid driving the Zambo. They're protected. They're protected. Well, this guy, the the Zambo, he was heading toward the people like coming at coming at you yeah. directly at you this guy hit one shot out of the whole goddamn bucket that went straight and it was this one while the thing was coming at him it hit the hood of the the car the zamboni i'll call it yeah let's go with zamboni it skipped underneath the protective glass and Ooh. hit this kid right in the face oh he stopped immediately the blood started now this was many years ago where you yeah. just got hurt and you kept working nowadays yeah. you'd shut down the course and there'd be a whole forensic yeah. this was many years ago and i looked at the guy that did it and he like he didn't know what to do and i was like i hope you're a dentist dude because you just knocked the kid's teeth out oh man eli be careful out there brother maybe maybe wear one of your skiing helmets your dad has helmets for everybody wear one of those yeah was it Anthony? Was it Anthony with the with the eye, with the nine iron that hit the kid? He stopped picking up the ball. He did finish his shift. I could see him go to his supervisor and be like, "I'm out of here." Hopefully, he didn't lose his teeth. I don't know how the real story ended. He did not require first aid. Uh, I did offer to help him, but he's like, "No, I'm good." I think maybe it just hit him in the nose, mm -hmm. but it was a bloody mess. Exciting. And uh, the next day, there was a sign that there was no more hitting golf balls while the uh, balls oh, were being man. picked. Sue, Sue Neil, do you golf? Uh, no, I, I tried picking it up years ago, but I just it frustrated I was, me. And I, I, I thought it. maybe in, in, in wealth management, that might be a good thing to do. I don't know. It could be, but yeah, it's such a, such a pain in the ass to golf. Well, you don't. Do you ever meet your clients? Uh, occasionally, yeah. Like, they'll, well, we used to travel, uh, you know, go see them, but sometimes they'll, they'll, that was in, in the, the before. In yeah. the before. In the after. Yeah, sometimes they actually they're starting to trickle in to, uh, to like they'll come to our office because I mean, we actually like our client area is on the 51st floor so like fantastic views yeah. so what a client because it's like my brother-in-law doesn't do the same thing but he has like clients like that and he like mm -hmm. especially in the before and even now like yeah he would always if he traveled to see them like he would have to go buy tickets to like the best event and take them to it and you don't do that kind of nonsense it's more just meat potatoes money meeting in the office or whatever or you got to schmooze them uh, no, it's, I mean, there's a little schmooze when we travel, like, you know, but it'll often be just, you know, take them out to dinner. Um, yeah. you know, I, you know, the, the, my favorite, maybe worst story was having to go to Sioux Falls, South Dakota in February <laughs> and it was oh. zero degrees. And then we got stuck there because a storm came and it is wild out there because like the wind's whipping like crazy. Oh, it's, it's flat. Right, right? Oh, it's and hilly. it's out. It's flat. So like, oh my God, you yeah. can literally walk 10 feet. And not know where you are and die. Oh. Just for yeah. client, you were meeting a client in yeah. Sioux yeah. Falls. Yeah, uh, is it some uh, some Na some Native American that owns like three casinos or something? Who the hell is it? <laughs> um, she is actually of I think like there's all these like Scandinavian and German people out there. Like they look different. Like well, yeah, because the names, the Vi the Vikings the Vikings got to Minnesota at least before Columbus did. That's a fact. Look it up. Yes, I've I've heard about that. I've heard about that. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. And I actually did see Native Americans. Uh 
there and it, it's striking like they have like a different look to them you know did you guys give each other a double take like indian <laughs> indian <laughs> kind of indian 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 well i had i had that happen in romania so when i was in romania in november like there's gypsies there right or roma whatever they call it so want to be a gypsy it's, it's, it's like the strangest thing like i'll see him and i'll look at him and like whoa like you look like my long lost cousin like you know 1500 years later it's, <laughs> right it's bizarre like you <laughs> that's cool that's awesome and, speaking, uh, of no. peaky, speaking of peaky blinders that oppenheimer movie comes out today which looks amazing yeah, it, it does has look really good from, from peaky blinders isn't it Can't apparently wait to that's a that. <laughs> that's a book that's a book you should listen to the book Ooh. that that is movie is based oh, really? on somebody recommended to me oh. it's 750 pages but you don't read so it's fine yeah it's what, what's the listen. name of the book can't remember mm. i'll look it up i'll send um, it to you know you. it's probably like just google everywhere right book. now and the movie that the book is based on right probably can't get it Which, in the library yet right now either actually about oppenheimer so oppenheimer uh Bosco, you'll like this he was an avid fan of curry curry eating philosophy he was an avid reader of the Bhagavad Gita, which is kind of like the, the fundamental text in in Hinduism, and with the with the you know black with the you know testing of the atomic bomb, he said, "I become death destroyer of worlds." Whoa! Which is a line straight from the Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> wow! Death destroyer of worlds. That's I, heavy. Yeah, I have become death destroyer of worlds. Wow! Yeah. Whoa! I like it. I, I definitely want to see that. Yeah, download that movie, Gary. I want to get on that. Yeah, well, yeah. it takes a little while. Like right now, all you'd get is um, the um, Barbie movie. Somebody filming it, <laughs> which is no good. I don't like that. Quality. I don't I'd rather get me wait some Barbie. Get a little bit did you hear the? Did you hear the? I have. We. I have some extra time here, so if we don't mind. Did you hear the Barbie movie controversy? No. How's the controversy? So. I, I, Again, it was a Fox News uh, article, oh. and it was on Fox News. But <laughs> okay. it's real. I, it's actually been going on for a week. I saw it on Fox News last night, and then I Googled it, and this is like an old story. It's big in Asia, actually. Like the Philip, like so the Philippines, Vietnam banned the movie. Um, all these Asia Pacific countries are banning the movie because apparently Hollywood has probably like a lot of influence from the Chinese. Because they want their movies to be seen in China too, so the there's a map apparently in the Barbie movie. You can Google uh, it. Google the Barbie movie map, and they took you know that that South China Sea that China claims that they are it's theirs. Like there's a section of the South China Sea where they were making those fake islands and shit. Um, oh yeah. yeah, like in between them and the Philippines, they lay claim to it. So on the Barbie map are these red dashed lines around that whole area, and it says like China, whatever. But it's uh, not recognized by anybody in the world. It's not recognized by the Vietnam, the Philippines, anybody. So they're banning the movie because of this. So uh, it was interesting. My God. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't want to see that movie. I don't want to see it either. Not, be not because not because of that. So dumb. Yeah. Terrible reason to yeah. ban a movie. But God bless him. Oppenheimer. I mean, oh, it, did, it yeah, probably yeah. depends on how much like how much clothing is Margot Robbie wearing. You know, I might like watch it. Yeah, I mean, you could. I'll, I'll watch a couple of there, like, reels of reels of her. Or something yeah, there, there's time. nothing. That looks good about that movie, except for that. Her, right. <laughs> yeah. Her, right. yeah, that's it. And I, I did finish Jack Ryan, and it actually was so good that I'm, like, depressed that it's over. Wow. I got you on that. I didn't realize that was the ending. I thought that, it's like, fast, that right? come out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not doing any other seasons, but that could change. Yeah, that but was I the word. So this many was it. questions. 
Like, like who, who is this, like, Cobra, you know, G.I. Joe, Cobra secret organization? Well, like, that exists in the real world, too, Sunil. I've been talking about it for years. We don't know who it is, <laughs> but they're out there. I do believe that. <laughs> I, yeah, no, that. Like, I think I love Jack Ryan so much because it backs up everything I believe in. It's like, yes, uh, well, why? I hope there's a Jack Ryan out there who's with me and is going after these people. God's <laughs> sakes. I know what's going to happen. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to come out on their own to the public and you will immediately dismiss them and be like, no, <laughs> that would just be like the best UFOs. Thing. Like what's the government says well, there are UFOs? You know, like, a, lot of, a lot of that movie is the bad guys were right in your face, working with you, acting like yeah. good guys, right? Or a lot of that That's show. True. Just yeah. saying, right? Just, but if you haven't watched that show, watch it. Yeah, I got to I got to definitely get that going. All right, so just finish this email and we'll wrap up. Um, oh yeah, so Andy may rethink this after the Bosco story. I offered a couple of kids $5 if they could hit, hit the tractor. No yeah. luck. Alex eventually hit him. This will be our new routine in a few days a week. Funny. <laughs> I'm off the next 4 Fridays trying to take advantage of the last part of summer and taking some vacation. Nice. May throw off my Garcast listening routine. No excuse, you can listen anywhere. Have a great week, fellas. I'll be taking cold showers for my health and cold exposure. Until next time, loyal listener, Andy Shaw. Thank you, Andrew. You're the best. We hope one day to see you. We miss you. He is a darling. So uh, this was excellent. Sunil, fantastic having you. I was a little worried that two special guests would be too much, but I think this worked out, worked this worked out, out well. Worked out great. Worked out great. I had a great time. We can do if Fosco could work on his microphone for next time, it could yeah, have even been be better. Helpful there, Dembob. Or maybe not. I don't know. I apologize, gents. Now, yeah. now you sound perfect. Well, yeah, but only at, only at times. It, it was very, very fickle today. You got to get back to your car. Time. Get back in your car. Yeah, back in the car. Um, before we wrap up, I just want to shout out. It's birthday season all over the place. Oh, boy. Uh, I think we had a, a Bosco birthday, right? Did did Matt turn 21? Yesterday. Happy birthday, Matthew. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Matthew. Matthew. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy Anthony. Happy. Anthony turned 20 on the 18th. Braxteen's birthday, birthday is the 22nd. And uh, Maria's is coming up. So it's birthday season. Love it. Love it, love it. Happy birthday to all. Matthew, I hope you just chug the bottle of booze in your in your parents' house or something. I don't know. Just to, for the first time. Good, good man. Yeah. <laughs> He's just speechless. All right. So, Sunil, thank you for joining us. You were fantastic. You great time. Dan Bob, thanks for Bye joining us. You. Looking forward to the NFL time. preview show. Yes, we'll see him back in about a month, probably. So, mm-hmm. until next time, and be... Garrific. Gar out. Gar, baby. <laughs> Two. Let's go, Jets. What? You did. You did it. Your audio stinks. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> Sue, Sue, best to your pops. I know you're going to see him in a little bit. Thanks, yeah. I'll see him a little bit. Okay. All right, guys. Cheers. Catch you later. Three. That's a magic number. Yes, it is. It's the magic number Somewhere in this hip-hop soul community Was born three makes love me And that's the magic number What does it all mean? Difficult preaching is posthumous pleasure Pleasure in preaching starts in the heart
Come to that stimulates the music in a measure, measure in the music, racing three parts. Casually see, but don't do like the soul, cause seeing and doing are actions for monkeys. Doing hip hop hustle, no rock and roll, unless your name's Brewster, cause Brewster's a punky. Parents let go, cause it's magic in the air. Criticizing rap shows you're out of order. Stop looking, listen to the phrasing for the stairs, and don't get offended while Mace Dosi does your daughter. A dry camera roll system is now set. Fly around the store under Daisy Productions. It stands for the inner sound, y'all, in your combat, that the action's not a trick, but show me a function. Everybody wants to be a DJ. Everybody wants to be an MC, but being speakers are the best, and you don't have to guess. There are so posse, consists of three, and that's the magic number. This is piece of the pie, is not dessert, but the cost that we dine, and three out of every darn time. The effect is, mmm, when a daisy goes in your mind. Showing true position, this here piece is kissing the part of the pie that's missing, where that negative number fills up the casualty. Maybe you can subtract it. You can call it your lucky partner, maybe you can call it your adjective. But odd as it may be, without my one and two, where would there be my three? Makes possible me, and that's the magic number. What does it all mean? Focus is formed by flaunts of the soul. Souls who flaunt style gain praises by pounds. Comment on speakers who honor the scroll. Scroll written daily creates a new sound. Listeners listen cause this here is wisdom. Wisdom of a speaker, a dove and a plug. Set aside a legal substance you feed them for now. Get them high off this dialect drug. Time is a factor so it's time to count. Count not the negative actions of one. Speakers of soul say it's time to shout. Three forms the soul to a positive sum. Dance to this fix and flex every muscle. Space can be filled if you ride like my lumber. Advance to the tune but don't to the hustle, shake, rattle, roll to my magic number. Now you may try to subtract it, but it just won't go away. Three times one. What is it? One, two, three. And that's a magic number.